my mic sounds nice. Check one. I said my microphone sounds nice when it is on. Check two. Welcome all you streamers back for another episode of Beyond the Rim. Hashtag BTR. And I am your host, the Dutchster, Nesta Dudley. And guess what, y'all? It is February, and that means it is Black History Month. So for this podcast, I'm going to switch it up just a little bit. I'm going to play episodes from my other joint, Around the Rim, television show that has been playing for near 30 years, chronicling the events of the Marlin Neighborhood Basketball League, MNBL. Every February for Around the Rim, we have a little segment in the show, Black History Moment. So what I'm going to do for this podcast is that I'm going to play past recognitions, black history shout outs from Around the Rim. I'm going to start from the year 2012. Why the year 2012? The year 2012, we introduced a musical Roland to play underneath the Black History Spotlight. And the musical Roland is the theme song from Soul Train by O'Brien. The first recognition that year was to Willie Thrower. Willie Thrower became the first African-American quarterback in NFL history on October 18th, 1953. The next shout out was to Don Cornelius, an American show host and producer who was best known as the creator of the nationally syndicated dance and music show Soul Train. Followed by Whitney Houston, American singer, actress. She was certified as the most awarded female artist of all times by Guinness World Records and one of the best-selling recording artists of all time. Followed by Anna Cooper, an American author, educator, sociologist, speaker, black liberation activist, and one of the most prominent African-American scholars in U.S. history. So without further ado, from 2012, I give you Black History Moments. Black History Month. Today is February's Black History Month, and we're going to be dropping the knowledge. Willie Thrower was the first African-American, the first African-American quarterback in the National Football League. He appeared in the game for the Chicago Bears on October 18th, 1953. And with a name like Thrower, he naturally should have been a quarterback, right? He never appeared in another game, and it would be 15 years before another African-American quarterback would take another snap in the NFL. So his QBR must have been horrid that game. <laughs> he never said that. Thrower would often joke that even his neighbors did not believe his claim, as his accomplishments wasn't publicized as Jackie Robinson breaking baseball's color barrier in 1947. So that is your black history moment. Brad, you hear that? I hear music. Do you know what that is, Brad? It's funky. It's funky. Brad, that is the theme to Soul Train, written by, oh. written by O'Brien. Last week, Brad, somebody left this planet Earth. Don Cornelius, Audio P, who was on our crew, says that Don Cornelius changed the world. 
She was very distraught last week. I said, Audio P, I'm going to do my best to highlight Dawn Cornelius next week. So it's February, it's Black History Month, and it's time for us, Brad, to drop some knowledge. And this week, Donald Cortez Cornelius, 1936 to 2012, American television show host and producer who was best known as the creator of the nationally syndicated dance music franchise, Soul Train which he hosted from 1971 to 1993. Besides his smooth and deep voice, Cornelius was best known for catchphrases. And you best your last money. It's going to be stone gas, honey. And as always, we wish you love, peace, and soul. Cornelius sold his show to Mad, Vid Mad Vision Entertainment in 2008. This week, highlighting Don Cornelius and that Soul Train theme song from now on, Brad, until I don't do this show anymore. This is our 206th show. I think I got at least 200 more shows in me. From now on, every time we do a Black History Moment, it's going to be led by the theme song for Soul Train. Ain't this your 20th year? This is my 20th year, yes. You got 20 more years left? Well, you know, maybe that's a slight exaggeration. It is that time. It is February. February is Black History Month. And once again, we're going to drop some knowledge. We're going to highlight this week, Whitney Elizabeth Houston. We just lost her this week, 1963 to 2012. American recording artist, actress, producer, and model. In 2009, the Guinness World Record cited her as the most awarded female act of all time. Awards include two Emmys, six Grammys, 30 Billboard Music, and 22 American Music Awards. Houston began singing with her church junior choir at age 11. Houston released seven studio albums and three movie soundtracks albums, all of which have diamond, multi-platinum, platinum, or gold certification. Whitney Elizabeth Houston, no black history moment. Cliff, do you hear that? What is that? That's Soul Train, brother. Oh, is it? <laughs> this is February, Black History Month, and we are going to drop some knowledge. This week, Black History Moment, Anna Julia Hayward Cooper, 1858-1964. She was an author, educator, speaker, and one of the most prominent African-American scholars in the United States history. Upon receiving her PhD in history from the University of Paris Sorbonne in 1924, Cooper became the fourth African-American woman to earn a doctoral degree. She was also a prominent member of Washington, D.C.'s African-American community. This is your Black History Moment. Willie Thrower, Don Cornelius, Whitney Houston, Anna Cooper. In the year 2013, there was only one show that we'd done in the month of February, and we highlight Barbara Jordan. She was the first African-American elected to the Texas Senate after Reconstruction and the first Southern African-American woman elected to the United States House of Representatives. Without further ado, Barbara Jordan. I like this song. What you like this? I do. 
Brad, this 80 is 80-ish. Brad, this is February. It is February. This is the theme song from Soul Train. And it's the month of love. Month of love, and it's also Black History Month. So yeah. we're going to take time, and we're going to come drop some knowledge. Magic Johnson. And the person that we're highlighting this week, Barbara Charlene Jordan, 1936 to 1996, American politician and a leader of the civil rights movement. She was the first African-American elected to the Texas Senate after Reconstruction and the first Southern black female elected to the United States House of Representatives. She received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. On her death, she became the first African-American woman to be buried in the Texas State Cemetery. Black history moment where we drop the knowledge. How do you know this stuff? I heard you don't even look it up, you just know it. That is a rumor. And that's how rumors get started. I research all my facts. I go to Google before there was, before there was the I heard internet. About Google. Before there was the internet, it was more of a challenge to, mm -hmm. look up the, to look up these facts. That's why they had libraries. That's why they had libraries and stuff. Yeah, and you know, and it's kind of hard when you ain't got one of them library cards. That's true. Or you lose the card and all that. So, but yes, these are all facts. I do not make up any of this okay. stuff. No, I, yeah. I know. This is not black history according to at Nesta Dudley. This no, is, it's not. But you can tweet at Nesta Dudley and say how good of a job he's doing. And that's a good And there you have it, Barbara Jordan. In the year 2014, we had two episodes that had black history moments. First episode, Morris Turner, American cartoonist, creator of the strip We Pal, the first syndicated strip with an integrated cast of characters. And Brian Thompson, a banknote designer at the U.S. Bureau of Engraving and Printing, he redesigned the $100 bill. So without further ado, Morris Turner, Brian Thompson. I like this music. It wasn't what I was expecting, but no. I, no, but I like this music. But in any case, like 80s disco, 70s disco, ain't it? But in any case, it's March. It's not March. It'll be March. Brad, do you want to just take over the show? Now, during Black History Month, I have been known to uh, emulate some. Uh, actually, I changed my mind. Change actually, I changed my mind. This is February. This is February Black History Month, and this is Black History Moment, and this is where we're gonna drop some knowledge. So right now, Black History is Morris Maury Turner, 1923 to 2014. He just passed at the beginning of this year, Brad, sadly. Very but sad. his resume reads that he was a WW2 veteran, and he drew comic strips for his fellow soldiers during the military. Turner was among cartoonists asked by the National Cartoonist Society to go to Vietnam and draw comics for the wounded soldiers in the hospital. I wonder if at Ron Cox knows this before, because at Ron Cox 4 is an artiste. He served on the front lines and drew over 3,000 cartoons in only 27 days of service. Turner was inspired by Charles Schultz, the Peanuts cartoon, author Peanuts cartoon. Schultz encouraged him to create the Wee Pal strip, which became the first strip in the United States with a diverse cast. So, Morris, Maury Turner, dropping knowledge, Black History Month. And this, and this is the music that's familiar to me, so that means that it is uh, the Black History moment. So right now we're going to drop some knowledge. And this week is going to be Brian Thompson, born in 1971, and I'm, had to, and I'm happy to report that he is still with us. So who is he? Brian Thompson is the designer of the new sleek $100 bill, which was reserved by 
the U.S. Federal Reserve's on October 8th, 2013. The new bills include new security features to stump counterfeiters and help people tell that the Benjamin is legit. And Cliff, you know MC Hammer used to always say, it's all about the Benjamin, baby. <laughs> Thompson's design includes a blue 3D security ribbon with images of bells and 100s, a watermark and a color-changing bell in an inkwell. Ink well. When designing the bill, Thompson hoped to keep elements of historical versions of the bill, including an expression of Benjamin Franklin's signature. And look what we have here. We have, we have here. We have, we have here. Waldo, can you zoom on this now? I don't normally direct in front of the camera because my name is not at Ron Cox 4. But this is the Benjamin. Now, obviously, this didn't come out of my pockets. <laughs> this came out of head coach Cliff Williams' pockets. Hey. And Cliff Williams, if I had your money, I would throw all my money away. So, <laughs> uh, Nestor? Yes. Slight editorial correction. Yes. And seeing that my favorite wrestler of all time, Trey, the smooth operator, used to use this as his theme song. It's all about the Benjamins, was actually by P. Diddy. You know what, you're right. I said MC Hammer, huh? Sure did. Yeah, I said, you know... Well, yeah, but MC so Hammer you, was too legit to quit. Oh, too legit to quit, yes. So you know what, Cliff? I don't even deserve this $100 bill. I was <laughs> going to try to sneak it. <laughs> and, I don't even, and I ain't even got my hip-hoppers right. There you have it, Morris Turner and Brian Thompson. In 2015, we had all four shows first highlighting Charlie Siffert, a golfer, who was the first African-American to play on the PGA Tour, followed by Alice Coachman. Track and field star made history in the 1948 Olympic Games, becoming the first black woman to win an Olympic gold medal. Bayard Rustin, American leader in social movements for civil rights, socialism, nonviolence, and gay rights, followed by Stephen Biko, South African anti-apartheid activist. Without further ado, Charlie Sifford, Alice Coachman, Bayard Rustin, Stephen Bico. Hear that music? I yeah. like that. That's Soul Train. You know, and you were throwing that good wave during the rollings of Planet Rock. But this is February. Yeah. Black History Month. We're going to do a Black History Highlight, so this is where we're going to drop some knowledge. And this week, Charlie Sifford, 1922 to 2015. We actually lost Charlie Sifford yesterday. That's so right. this is fresh. First African-American to play on the PGA Tour. He began work as a caddy at the age of 13. Later, he competed in the golf tournaments that black golfers organized for themselves as they were excluded from the PGA of America. Siffert won the Long Beach Open in 1957. Not an official PGA Tour, but was co-sponsored by the PGA and had some well-known white golfers on the field. He became a member of the tour in 1961. Siffert was inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame in 2004 and in 2014 was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Charlie Siffert, Black History Moment this moment. Also, what we do, Coach You, is every February, which is Black History Month, mm -hmm we have a black history moment. We highlight somebody in the annals of black history. So this week we're gonna drop some knowledge. And this week is Alice Coachman, 1923 to 2014. First African-American woman to win gold in the 1948 Olympics in London. Born in Albany, Georgia, 
Coachman dominated the AAU Outdoor High Jump Championships from 1939 to 1948, winning 10 national championships in a row. Coachman was unable to compete in the 1940 and 1944 Olympic Games as they were canceled because of World War II, as Fred G. Seth would say, the big one. In the opinion of sports writer Eric Williams, she has competed in, had she competed in those canceled Olympics, we would probably be talking about her as the number one female athlete of all time. She was nominated to the USA Track and Field Hall of Fame in 1975. She passed away last year again in Albany, Georgia. I purposely put that there because I know you got roots in Albany, Georgia. Absolutely, absolutely. No place like home. No place, no place like home. And I've been there once, like I tell you, every time I've been in Albany, Georgia, first place I go to is Jimmy Hot Dogs. <laughs> yes. King of, King of the Hot Dogs. Yes. <laughs> That's the first place I go. National treasure. You hear that, gentlemen? It's February. Black history, I'm going to a black history moment. So it's time for us now to drop some knowledge. This week is black history is Bayard Rustin, 1912 to 1987, an unyielding activist for civil rights, dignity, and equality for all. An advisor to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Rustin promoted nonviolent resistance, participated in one of the first freedom rides organized the 1963 March on Washington, D.C. for jobs and freedom, and fought tirelessly for marginalized communities at home and abroad. As an openly gay African-American, Bayard Rustin stood at the intersection of several of the fights for equal rights. President Barack Obama posthumously awarded Bayard Rustin the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So that was your black history moment, dropping the knowledge. Bayard Reston. You like that, Reverend Stroud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is time, black history moment, was time we dropped some knowledge. And this week is Stephen Bantu Vico, 1946 to 1977, an anti-apartheid activist in South Africa in the 1960s and 1970s. As a student leader, Vico founded the Black Consciousness Movement, which would empower and mobilize much of the urban black population. Since his death in police custody, Vico has been called a martyr of the anti-apartheid movement. While living, his writings and activism attempted to empower black people. Vico was famous for his slogan, Black is Beautiful, which he described as meaning, man, you are okay, as yourself, being looked upon yourself as a human being. So this was your black history moment, dropping the knowledge. And black is beautiful now. All the time. And there you have it. Charlie Sifford, Alice Coachman, Bayard Rustin, Stephen Biko. In 2016, we spotlighted three individuals. Dr. James West. U.S. inventor and professor, and he holds over 250 foreign and U.S. patents for the production and design of microphones and techniques for creating polymer foil electrics. Jonathan Iverson, American ringmaster best known for his association with Ringling Brothers and Bonham and Bailey Circus. 
He was the first African-American ringmaster of a major U.S. circus. Zelda Valdez, American fashion designer and costumer. She is the creator of the original Playboy Bunny costume. Without further ado, I present Dr. James West, Jonathan Iverson, and Zelda Valdez. This is where we talk some knowledge. This Black History Moment, Dr. James West, 1931, inventor and John Hopkins professor. In 1960, Dr. West helped develop the electric microphone, which forms the basic for technology used in over 90% of modern devices, including microphones, camcorders, and other recording devices. In 2006, West was awarded the National Medal of Technology and Innovation. In 2010, West was honored with the Franklin Institute Benjamin Franklin Medal in Electrical Engineering. Dr. West is also a member of the National Inventors Hall of Fame. So that was your Black History Moment. We're gonna drop some knowledge of the Black History Moment Black History Moment, this is March. So Beverly Harvard, born in 1950, became a police officer after taking a $100 bet from her husband and a friend who thought she couldn't cut it. Not only did she complete the course to become an officer for the Atlanta PD, she went on to become the first black female police chief for the force as well, in addition to making history in October of 1994, when she was sworn in as Atlanta's top cop at the age of 43. In 2010, President Barack Obama named Harvard a U.S. Marshal for the Northern District of Georgia. And that, my friends, is your Black History Moment, dropping the knowledge. And this is your Black History Moment, where we drop some knowledge, and this week is Jonathan Lee Iverson, born in 1976. Ringling Brothers and Bonham Bailey's first African-American ringmaster. Still thrilling audiences as the leading voice for the popular traveling circus, Iverson was also the circus' youngest ever ringmaster, cementing his place in history twice. Iverson learned early how to grace stages both small and large, as a member of the Boys' Choir of Harlem. A graduate of the University of Hartford in 1998 with a degree in voice performance, his vocal talents attracted the attention of Ringley and was offered the ringmaster position in 1999. So that was your Black History Moment where we always drop the knowledge. Black History Moment. So we're going to go Black History Moment. So it's time where we drop some knowledge. And this week, Black History Moment, Zelda Barbara Wynn Valdez, 1905 to 20.01, an influential fashion designer known for helping to create the iconic Playboy Bunny costume. So Gary, one of your questions have been answered. <laughs> also, the first person to open a store on Broadway in New York City and designed clothing for some of the top stars in the 1940s and 1950s. After becoming president of the New York chapter of the National Association of Fashion Accessories and Designers, Hugh Hefner commissioned Valdez to design the Playboy Bunny costume after the magazine's promotion director, Victor Launez, came up with the idea. The costume made its formal debut in February of 1960. 
So everything that you want to know about the Playboy Bunny costume has been answered. Drop in the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> These are all true facts. I don't make any of this stuff. <laughs> and there you have it. Dr. James West, Jonathan Iverson, and Zelda Valdez. In 2017, the spotlight was on three individuals. Floyd Norman, American animator, writer, and comic book artist. Over the course of his career, Norman has worked for a number of animation companies, among them Walt Disney Animation Studios, Hanna-Barbera Productions, Ruby Spears, Film Roman, and Pixar. Andrew Hatcher, first African-American Associate Press Secretary in the White House. Dr. Osain Sweet, African-American physician in Detroit, known for being charged with the murder in 1925 after he and his friends used armed self-defense against a hostile white crowd protesting after Sweet moved into their neighborhood. I give to you Floyd Norman, Andrew Hatcher, Dr. Osain Sweet. Now, Steve, you're never up here in March for Black History Month. Right. So, just digging this music. You, just, you know, the little... Yeah, they... <laughs> the tradition continues this March, and we're going to go to Black History Moment where we drop some knowledge. And this week, we're highlighting Floyd Norman. 1935, as I'm dropping my mic, he is still with us. The first black animator hired by Walt Disney Animation Studios. The first film, Norman, was Sleeping Beauty, released in 1959. In 1969, Norman and his partner, Ron Sullivan, formed Vignette Films and worked a series of special projects, or projects, including the original 1969 special, Fat Albert Special. Hey, hey, hey! And the animated Train logo and many other projects. The film studio was among the first to produce pieces on black history for children. In 1999, Norman and Sullivan created the website AfroKids. Norman received 2002 Windsor McKay and 2007 Disney Legend Award. So Floyd Norman, dropping some knowledge. This is your black history moment. And Sharon so fit behind camera too was just shaking her groove thing. <laughs> Not that I'm looking at her groove thing, but I know she was shaking it. <laughs> As the music I like to hear, February, Black History Month, we're gonna take the time to drop some knowledge. And this week, and this week is very, very apropos of what's going on in our country today. Andrew Hatcher, 1923 to 1990, named the Associate Press Secretary by President John F. Kennedy, becoming the first black person in the White House press office. Hatcher was met with criticism from both the black community and white Democrats who believed he didn't have the experience necessary for the job. Hell, it's the year 2017, and our president doesn't have the necessary experience for the job. <laughs> Hashtag, yeah, but era, but I digress. Continuing on, 
Yet Hatcher maintained a personal life and was the father of seven with ambitious outside of ambitions outside of politics. In 1961, he was one of the co-founders for the 100 Black Men of America organization. And that is your Black History Moment this week, dropping some knowledge. February is Black History Month, so we're gonna have the Black History Moment, so this is the time where we drop some knowledge. And this week, Black History Moment is Dr. Osain Sweet, 1895 to 1960. Sweet made headlines in the summer of 1925 after he successfully defended his home from an angry white mob in Detroit. He and 10 of his brothers and friends all faced a pair of trials for killing a mob member. The NAACP took up the, took up the case stating that Sweet had the right to defend his home from violence. In the MNBL, we call that, you must protect this house. The first trial ended when the jury couldn't come to a verdict. The second trial focused on the case of Sweet's brother, Harry, who was ultimately acquitted by an all-white jury. So that's certainly a case where our judicial system did the right thing. You know, you got to trust into the process. So once again, dropping the knowledge, that's your black history moment. I think that was pretty... I think it was pretty interesting this week. Absolutely. It was pretty interesting this week. And there you have it. Floyd Norman, Andrew Hatcher, Dr. Osain Sweet. In 2018, the spotlight was on three individuals. Yazuke, a slave-turned-samurai from Africa who lived in Japan in the 16th century. He's the first black samurai. Cherokee Bill an outlaw who operated in Oklahoma leading a gang of thieves and murderers in the late 1800s. William DeHart Hubbard, a track and field athlete who was the first African-American to win an Olympic gold medal in an individual event, running the long jump in the 1924 Paris Summer Games. I present to you Yazuke, Cherokee Bill, and William DeHart Hubbard. Hear that music, Mr. Mayor? I sure do. February is Black History Month, and it's the time where we drop some knowledge. And I think you'd be interested in this one. The Black History Moment is Yazuke, 1555 to 1590. The samurai has maintained an image of fierceness, mystery, and honor throughout film and literature. The, sam the samurai is synonymous within the Japanese culture. An upcoming film will turn its focus on Yazuke, who is said to be the first black samurai. And next week we have the Black Panther coming out. This is all good stuff. At six foot tall, I gotta tell you, Mr. Mayor, this cat samurai must have been one bad mother. Hey, Vesta. Yes? Hush your mouth. But I'm talking about Yazuke. <laughs> A foot taller than many Japanese men, became the bodyguard for warlord Odunga, Nobunaga. Yazuke's reign as samurai didn't last long as Nobuganda was the target of a successful coup by one of his generals. Nobuganda committed seppuka. Yazuke was relieved after his services. I'm wondering 
if the brother got a severance package. <laughs> Let's just hope they hooked their brother up. So. Got no severance package. So that's your black history. But Yazuke, very interesting. Black Japanese, a black I, I samurai. Know. That's why I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it too. This is like the cool parts of the show. <laughs>And right on cue, I just love this music. It's February, Black History Month. It's a Black History Moment. We're gonna drop some knowledge. And this week, we're gonna highlight, we're gonna highlight a real heel. Cherokee Bill, 1876 to 1896. Brother only lived to be 20 years old. An outlaw who committed a series of violent crimes in the Indian Territory of the 19th century, known today as Oklahoma. His criminal life began at the age of 17 to 18. Some reports state that he might have killed his first victim at the age of 12 over a disagreement. You want to talk about a brat of a child? My goodness. Bill was enlisted by a gang of black Indian outlaws known as the Cook Brothers. Bill was captured in January of 1895 with the help of former outlaw friends who wanted the $1,500 reward for his capture. So his boys did it with friends like those who needs enemies. Sent to the gallows on March 17th of 1896, his last words were, I came here to die, not make a speech. 20 years old or 20 years young, Cherokee Bill, Black History Moment, dastardly, dastardly man. Doesn't matter if you're a baby face or you're a heel. We're going to leave it at that. Cherokee Bill. And right on cue, Black History Moment. Everybody's Black History Month. Yeah. Black History Moment. So we're going to take this time to drop some knowledge. And this week we're going to highlight. William the Hot Hubbard, Hubbard, 1903 to 1976. First African-American to win individual Olympic gold at the 1924 Summer Olympics in Paris. A track and field athlete and academic standout, which is very important, at Walnut Hills High School in Cincinnati, which is pronounced into nice, nice backwards. You are a whole bunch of them, Michelle. Cincinnati, Ohio. His athletic prowess gained the attention of the University of Michigan, and Hubbard entered the institution as one of its few black students. Hubbard won his gold medal in the long jump with a jump of 24 feet, 5.5 inches. A year later, he was set a world record with a jump of 25 feet, 10 and 3 quarters inch, and tie a world record in the 100-yard dash clocked at 9.6 seconds. But Hubbard's greatest accomplishment, Hubbard graduated with honors from Michigan. So this has been your Black History Moment, always dropping the knowledge. And there you have it, Yazuke, Cherokee Bill, William DeHart Hubbard. In 2019, the spotlight was on four individuals. Joseph Winters, African-American inventor, he invented a wagon-mounted fire escape ladder for the city of Chambersburg, Pennsylvania a device that could save countless of lives in the inner city. Bass Reeves, an American law enforcement officer. He was the first black deputy U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi River.
and he is believed to be the inspiration for the character the Lone Ranger. Cathay Williams, she was the first black woman to enlist and the only documented woman to serve in the United States Army posing as a man. Bill Pickett, the best-known African-American rodeo performer of all time, he invented the rodeo sport of bulldogging, now known as steer wrestling. I present Joseph Winters, Bass Reeves, Cathay Williams, Bill Pickett. Did you know this is Black History Month? I did. We're going to drop some knowledge. And this week, we're going to highlight Joseph Winters, 1816 to 1916. Buildings were being built taller and taller in American cities in the late 19th century. Fire crews at the time carried ladders on their horse-drawn fire engines. These were normal ladders that couldn't be too long because streets or alleys because they couldn't be too long so they wouldn't be able to turn corners into narrow streets or alleys. Winters thought it would be smarter to have a ladder mounted on the fire engine and be articulated so it could be raised up from the wagon itself. He made this folding design for the city of Chambersburg, Pennsylvania and received a patent for it. In 1882, he patented a fire escape that could be attached to buildings. He received much praise, but little money for these inventions. Much praise, little money. I don't think that's cool, but in any case, your Black History Moment. Black History Moment. Bass Reeves, 1838 to 1910. Believed to be an inspiration to the real Lone Ranger. Imagine that. Reeves was born into slavery, but escaped to the West during the Civil War, where he lived in what was known as Indian Territory. He became the first black deputy U.S. Marshal, was a master of the skies, an expert marksman, had a Native American companion, and rode a silver horse. Hi, old silver away. That looks familiar to me. Worked mostly in Arkansas and Oklahoma territories. He was credited for arresting more than 3,000 felons. Maybe the law ain't perfect, but it's the only law, it's the only one we got, and without it, we got nothing. Nothing, nothing, honey. That was your Black History Moment. You hear that music, Coach? We know that this is Black History Month. Yes, yes. It's our Black History Moment where we drop some knowledge. And this week, Black History, Cathay Williams. 1844 to 1893, became the first African-American female to enlist and serve in the U.S. Army disguised as a man. Wow. Yes, disguised as a man. I want to know who gave her that physical to get in there. (laughs) (laughs) How did she she pass that physical? Her pseudonym was William Cathay. Due to being frequently hospitalized due to strain and smallpox, the post- surgeon discovered this dude was a gal. Well, she was born a gal. She's always been that way. She was discharged honorably from the military. Although other women who disguise themselves as men, now imagine this, women who disguise themselves as men, and they're getting in. Who the hell are these doctors? (laughs) That's right, who the hell are these doctors? 
Although other women disguised themselves as men and were granted military pensions, Cathay was never approved to receive a pension or disability, even though she suffered from diabetes and had her toes amputated. Pension claim was rejected due to feeble conditions, which predated her service, and her enlistment was illegal. Well, let me tell you something. I think that if they wasn't going to give her her benefits, that they should have taken the benefits from whoever examined her <laughs> and didn't realize it was a her. I, <laughs> she, I agree. She, she was a her. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You talking about getting rook. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Frick, do you hear that music? It is Black History Month. So this is where we drop some knowledge. So we're going to drop some knowledge on Black History Moment. And this week we're going to highlight Bill Pickett, 1870 to 1932. Found fame as a rodeo performer in Texas during the early 20th century. Became famous for inventing a bull wrestling technique known as bulldogging, for which the bulldogger would twist the bull's head upward while biting down on its upper lip. I'm sure the bull was thinking, this is some bullshit. <laughs> In 1905, Pickett joined the 101 Ranch Wild West show that featured the likes of Buffalo Bill, Will Rogers, and Beho Gray. I love me some Beho Gray. Pickett's, Pickett's, <laughs> Beho Gray could be one of the first rappers from the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> Pickett's stage was, stage name was the Dusky Demon. In 1932, having retired from the Wild West show, Bill was kicked in the head by a Bronco and died after a multi-day coma. Inducted into the National Rodeo Hall of Fame in 1972. So that was your Black History Moment, Bill Pickett, and how ironic he gets kicked in the head by a Bronco after all those years biting bulls on the top lip. Damn. <laughs> We like to educate here, Coach Greenspec. And there you have it, Joseph Winters, Bass Reeves, Cathay Williams, and Bill Pickett. Last season, 2020, the spotlight was on four individuals. Doris Miller, who manned an anti-aircraft guns during the attack on Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941, for which he had no training and tended to the wounded. Leonard Filiar, the first black mayor of Teachy, North Carolina, beating the incumbent, Jeremiah Hamilton, a.k.a. the Prince of Darkness. He was Wall Street's first black millionaire. Gladys Bentleys, who was a blues pianist, singer, performer, and drag king pioneer. I present to you, Doris Miller, Leonard Filiar, Jeremiah Hamilton, Gladys Bentley. Oh, right on Q's Busy P. It's February, so Black History Month. So it's the time that we drop some knowledge for this Black History Moment. And this week is Doris Dory Miller, 1919 to 1943. An American sailor in the United States Navy, he manned anti-aircraft guns during the attack on Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941, for which he had no training and tended to the wounded. Now that's boss. You got no training and can do that. You're a boss. Navy, 
Recognized for his actions, he was awarded the Navy Cross, the first black American to be awarded the third highest honor awarded by the Navy at that time. The Medal of Honor and the Navy Distinguished Service Medal were the top two honors. Miller's act were heavily publicized in the black press, making him an iconic emblem of the war for black Americans. On January 19, 2020, the Navy announced that the CVN-81 would be named after him, scheduled for launch in 2028. So that, my friends, is your black history moment, always dropping the knowledge. And we're gonna take the time, that's where this March is Black History Month, we're gonna take the time to drop some knowledge. And this week, it's been great pleasure to introduce Leonard D. Filiar, 1949. On December 9th, 2019, Leonard was sworn in as the first African-American mayor for the town of Teachy, North Kakalaki. He defeated the incumbent mayor, Lois McCarthy, by one vote. After being sworn into office with his wife, Willie Maud, holding the family Bible for him, Leonard commented on the significance of his new post. I am the first African-American mayor this town has had since it was founded in 1874. What I learned from this election is how important every vote is. Leonard is the father of Tyrone, Denise, and our very own Sharon who crews the show. The grandfather of Seneb, Tamron, Tannis, and Tarika. And Tarika, I'm sorry. This has been your Black History Moment. And Steve, you know we like to take care of our own. So Sharon's so fit. That was her father, and we celebrated oh, him phenomenal. on this Black History Moment. That's incredible. And I, Willie Maud, I hope I did you proud. Moving forward with the show, and this is February. February is Black History Month, so we're going to drop some knowledge. And this week is Jeremiah G. Hamilton, 18... Art 7 to 1875, the Prince of Darkness was a powerful Wall Street broker and considered its first black millionaire. Hamilton used questionable tactics to amass his considerable wealth and was reportedly despised. In 1828, Hamilton was tasked by powerful New York merchants to ship counterfeit Haitian currency to Port-au-Prince. Well, that just sucks. But this scam was discovered. The black elite shunned Hamilton for his act and not for snitching those who hired him. And we all know snitches get stitches. This scam, this scam established his career as soon after and launched an insurance scam, insuring fleets and wrecking them to collect funds. Involved in real estate stocks, he dominated Wall Street in the 1860s. And that is your black history moment. And I gotta tell you, Coach you. That dude was a real heel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> God, great. Uh, moving forward with the show, <laughs> we highlight you. No matter if, no matter what side of the law you're on, we're gonna highlight you. <laughs> you would think that I know the show, but how did we have to run down here? But anyway, this is a black history moment, so we take the time to drop some knowledge. And this week, we talk about Gladys Bentley, 1907 to 1960. American blues singer, pianist, and entertainer during the Harlem Renaissance. Her career skyrocketed when she appeared at the Harry Hansberry Clam House in New York in the 1920s as a black lesbian cross-dressing performer. She, 
see headline in the early 1930s at the Harlem Ubangi Club, where she was backed up by a chorus line of drag queens. Dressed in a tuxedo and top hat, she played piano and sang her own raunchy lyrics to popular tunes of the day in a deep, growling voice while flirting with women in the audience. And that is your black history moment. And I got to tell you, gentlemen, I ain't mad at that. I like her style. You got to do, <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Uh -huh. Us girls can boogie too. <laughs> and there you have it, all you streamers out there. In celebration of Black History Month, your old pal, the Dutchster, went into the archives of Around the Rim, hashtag ATR, for this episode. Beyond the Rim is available on Apple Podcasts. It's available on Spotify. It's available on Google Podcasts. Available on Stitcher. Available on Podbay. Available on Podbean. Available on TuneIn Radio. Available on iHeartRadio. Available on YouTube or wherever you stream your podcasts. Visit our website at btrmike.com. That's btrmic.com, where you can stream past episodes and discover additional podcast platforms where Beyond the Rim is available. Hashtag follow, hashtag stream, hashtag retweet, Twitter handles at Nesta Dudley. Until next time, all you streamers out there, buenas noches, hooches cooches. I came in peace. I leave with love. This is for the red, the black, and the green. Living cool, living calm, living clean. I'm out.